Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of At Katie Couric this Super Bowl Sunday. I recently had a chance to spend some time with Drew Brees, quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. We spoke about football, his charity work, and what the city of New Orleans means to him and his family. And as always, a big thank you to our sponsor, Dove. You're leading your team to its first Super Bowl in the history of the franchise. Most of the country is rooting for you. Um, how are you feeling about this? I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait. You know, this is something that, you know, four years ago we had a dream. Uh, we had a goal that we would be here at some point. We didn't know when, and we knew that it would be a lot of hard work and dedication and some ups and downs, fighting through adversity in order to get there. But here we are, to having this opportunity to win a Super Bowl for the city of New Orleans and for the New Orleans Saints, and um, it's special. How nervous are you going to be on Super Bowl Sunday, Drew? Be honest with me. You know what? I'm always a little nervous before a game, always butterflies. You know, I feel like the minute you lose that nervousness, it's probably time to get out I, because I think with that nervousness comes the edge, and you can never lose the edge, and that edge is, is what uh, keeps you locked in. It keeps you focused, and um, that's that will to win. One player said you always say the right thing, and how do you know what to say? Well, <laughs> I think I have so many mentors in my life, um, you know, coaches, teachers, um, people that I've just worked with in the past that I continue to talk to today that, you know, there's times where I need advice and, and they're giving it to me. And, and it's usually the best advice at, at the best time. And then I'm able to relay that to my teammates or to, to guys when they, I can see them going through maybe the same thing that I was going through at one point. And I think so much about being a quarterback as well is that, you know, there's 10 other guys in that huddle that, you know, each one is motivated at times by different, you know, in different ways. You know, some guys, all you have to do is just give them a look. You know, other guys, it's, you know, might have to, you know, yell at them a little bit. Other guys, to it's, the woodshed. <laughs> you know, each guy has their, you know, a different, um, you know, kind of trigger or, or, or button that, that you need to push in order to get, you know, to get their best. And, um, I think too, when you, when you let people know how much you care, how much you care about them, as well as how much you care about, um, you know, in, in our case, the game and winning the game and, and being my best and that I'm going to lay it on the line for them, they play for you. A teacher told us that you've been teaching kids in New Orleans that anything is possible. And I just wondered, being responsible for the hopes and dreams of all these children or feeling that they're looking to you to for encouragement and inspiration do you sometimes feel like that's too much pressure you know I don't I I look it actually is a source of strength for me it really is um, a responsibility just knowing that as the quarterback of this football team and as a member of this community that I have the platform that I do to influence so many people in such a positive way. And I mean, in the end, I'm just, I'm just being myself. I mean, I really am, but, but I also see the opportunity. I also embrace that responsibility to um, get out there and do as much as I can and to give back as much as I can. And you know, the, the, the number one piece of advice I give to kids whenever I have a parent come up to me and say, you know, my kid wants to be a professional athlete or my kid wants to do this or that, you know, what should I tell them? I say, tell them that they can accomplish anything they want in life. And don't let, them, don't let anyone ever tell them that they can't accomplish something that they're willing to work for. And 
I mean, that's the truth. You know, we, we can all be whoever we want to be as long as we're willing to work for it. There's no uh, mountain that's too high or, you know, any uh, task that's too great. No quarterback who's too short. <laughs> that too. Impossible. I'll, I'll never, I'll never, uh, never let those people get the best of me. <laughs> I've heard that all my life. <laughs> You're very vocal in the pregame breakdown, and you take a very big role in that, which is kind of unusual, isn't it, for a quarterback? You don't see Tom Brady doing that or some other quarterbacks who are well known. You're kind of the cheerleader. <laughs> you know, that's, that, you're right. That, that usually is something that's kind of reserved for, uh, you know, a linebacker or a D lineman or, you know, one of these guys that's, you know, out there butting heads all game long, which is obviously not what I'm doing. I have to be kind of calm, cool, composed. Um, but that's kind of what I like about it is the fact that it's, it's unexpected. It's, it's not what is the norm. Um, we're kind of going outside of the box here. And, you know, it's something that um, – I wanted to do, you know, two years ago or started two years ago, um, and really just kind of a rallying cry, you know, something that was special to our team and just for our team, and everybody else was going to want to know, you know, what are you saying in that pregame breakdown, um, you know, because it gets me all jacked up. But what are you saying? And what I, I just look at him and say, if only our team knows. If you're a member of our team, you know, but everybody else. You know, it's, so it's kind of this us-against-the-world mentality that once you're in that huddle, that you're a part of a brotherhood. Now we're going to go out there on the field, and we have to play together. We've got to trust each other, and we're going to win together. Does that mean you're not going to tell me? I can't. I'm sorry. You go crazy doing that who-dat stuff, though, too. Don't you carry on like that? And what is that when you jump around and carry on and do the who-dat, who-dat stuff? The who-dat. You know, that's really kind of a, a fan. You know, that's, that's our, our, our chant. You know, from the fans, and it's who but you at. do it sometimes too out yeah. on the field, don't you? Well, we uh, we get it, we do it just to kind of get the fans hyped up, you know. So it's who dat, who dat, who dat say they're gonna beat them Saints, you know. And it's 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 been around here forever. Um, and you know, when we first got to town, it's kind of like, what are they saying? Yeah. What's this who dat, you know? Like, but, are they not enunciating? What's going on? <laughs> I can't, you can't really pick up on it unless you know, like, so you're kind of like, did trying you say, to get, no, it's who's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, how do I teach my kids that this is what they're supposed to say when grammar tells you? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it just kind of goes back to the, the culture of the city and just kind of the blend. You know, it's, it's like a melting pot, you know. And so I think it kind of goes back to Cajun slash just this southern kind of, you know, variation of, you know, who that. <laughs> and everywhere you go, you hear it. Yeah, yeah. As we saw earlier. It's, it's almost like the, you know, you could be anywhere in the world. And somebody yells hoot at, and everybody from Louisiana is going to turn around, and it's, okay, I got gotcha. you. Brittany, Drew is so worshipped in this town that people, I understand, even wear T-shirts that say Breezes. <laughs> How do you keep him from thinking he walks on water? Uh, <laughs> it's not hard to do. I mean, it's, when Drew comes in after a long day, he comes home, and he's a dad, and he's a husband, and he takes out the trash. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw I, up. Is there anything wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor he doesn't really she has to put it. up with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny. I mean, even, you know, being, being a parent, I remember, you know, you, you have no sleep and you're getting up in the middle of the night with a baby. And, and I couldn't even complain. I mean, he's, he was up before I was. He was up before the baby was. And then he was going to sleep before we did. You know, it, or, I'm sorry, after we did. You know, so it was, it was like point where I'm like, aren't you tired? 
you know, I, I can't believe you're doing this. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, the work ethic. And it's something that I hope, you know, the city of New Orleans, I know that they see it, but it's something that I hope our children see, you know, that that's something I would love for our children to have, you know, that just, it, to, like you said, to lead by example. You know, this is, this is who he is and this is how he lives his life. And, you know, he is accountable for his actions and, and you need to be accountable for your actions. And, you know, this is integrity. This is what it means. And this is, you know, why you have to do things. And, um, I mean, he's, he's a great guy. What you see is what you get. A lot of women watching this are going to look at their husband and be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you must have some faults, though. Give me a few. Even one. Well, I don't always take off my shoes when I come in the house. Um, and, you know, we try to keep the house clean because Balin's crawling around everywhere. And so I do that. I've accidentally left the dog downstairs a few times and locked, locked the door upstairs. Yeah. So I've locked the dog out of the room. He has an uncanny ability. You know, he can really kind of compartmentalize things, which is wonderful. In his life, it's, it's just such a gift. But he can also do that with, with myself when we're sitting there watching TV or doing something and I'm talking to him for about 15 minutes and then I realize that he hasn't heard anything that I've said. I was, was kind of off. <laughs> He's a typical husband, yeah. Thinking about, you know. I'm like, what are you thinking about? <laughs> football. Okay. <laughs> um, you played football with the president. How was that? That was a blast, and actually, was very impressed. He's got—he's uh, very athletic, and unfortunately, he's a Chicago Bears fan. But we got past that. Um, but I uh, got to go to the White House and, and film a, a NFL Play 60 PSA um, with a couple other NFL players, Troy Polamalu and Demarcus Ware. And so I got to throw him a couple passes as he was running routes against Troy Polamalu, and um, you know, it, it was—it was really great to be able to spend some time with him and uh, kind of, you know, his knowledge of. The NFL and just uh, professional sports in general, you know, he's definitely a fan. That must have been fun. And he said on national television he was rooting for the Saints and was very impressed uh, by what you had done for New Orleans. Uh, well, I mean, that's an honor that he, uh, he obviously is paying attention to what's happening down here and, and just understanding, you know, the bond that our team has with, with our fans and with this city and, and knowing that, uh, you know, each and every win, each and every victory, um, does that much more for the city and it's glad to know that he's rooting for us. Hopefully that'll carry us through. Peyton Manning must not have been too happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can't make everybody happy, huh? <laughs> You're good friends with the Mannings though, right? Peyton's yeah. dad, Archie, was a quarterback for the Saints. Yes. Lives Legendary. not too far from you. Yes. He, uh, and he, and he, you know, as soon as when Brittany and I first moved to town, it was, you know, Hey Archie, where's the best place to get a haircut? You know, or where can I? Where, what's a nice restaurant to take Brittany to? Or you know, I, I really leaned on him for a lot of things, uh, just as I was trying to kind of get my feet under me and, and get accustomed to to everything here in New Orleans, because definitely a, a different you know pace of life and, and lifestyle and everything else. But uh, uh, the entire Manning family has been been great to us down we, here. We still lean on them. I mean, they're they're amazing ambassadors to the city. I mean, they've done so much. I mean. If anything, we really, I mean, they're role models to us. I mean, everything that they've done and um, everything that he means to the city. I mean, he was here, you know, when the team wasn't doing well and he was, you know, doing so much and they stayed here and they raised their children here. And um, anytime we have a question, I mean, we're great friends with Peyton's older brother, Cooper and uh, Ellen. And I mean, they're just, they're great people. It's a great family. So does that make it hard to go against Peyton? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is, uh, you know, Archie will send me texts uh, a lot. Uh, just before games, you know, wishing me luck and that kind of thing. And um, there, there was one time where we were about to play Eli, 
and he shot me a text that said, you're on your own this week, buddy. <laughs> you know, just joking around. And, um, you know, he even sent me a text uh, a few days ago, um, you know, prior to the game, obviously, and, uh, and said, if you were playing anybody else, I'd, I'd be all over this, you know, uh, hoot at, you know, extravaganza, festivities, everything else. He said, unfortunately, you have to be playing the Colts. So uh, just, you know, I know that his, obviously, heart is, uh, you know, with the Saints having played here so many years, but, uh, you know, blood's thicker than water, so. <laughs> Must be hard for him in a way, yeah, right? Yeah. Feeling yeah. very divided, but ultimately, obviously, <clears throat> supporting his son. Yeah. I know that you've traveled and done things with the USO and went to various places, visited Guantanamo, et cetera. You obviously have opinions about the world. Do you think you'd ever run for office? <laughs> have you I'm ever gonna, been asked? I have, I have been asked, and I could, I, I could definitely say it interests me. Um, it's a long way off because I hope to be able to play football for a while longer and then uh, relax for a little bit. But just one be a day, dad, but one day maybe. He's way too honest. I leave. I, He's way I, too I leave honest, it. Though. I leave it all open. <laughs> I would. I'll, I'll never close the door. I'll. I'll leave it open. And um, which is it? Do you think? Did you help save New Orleans, or do you think New Orleans helped save you? I'm going to say New Orleans helped save me. Really, um, at that point in my career and in my life, and um, you know early in our marriage where you know you just you're just trying to establish yourself and so many unknowns and you know it's a scary feeling especially at that time with my injury and, and, and so many doubts you know hey am I ever gonna play football again I mean this is the game that I've played and loved for so long and it, it might be taken away from me here and, and I think what it did was it really gave me perspective and it uh, made me appreciate you know, the opportunities that uh, I was given in the past and the opportunity that I was given here to be a member of this team and, and a, a member of this community. It was something special and it was, it was destiny. So many hopes and dreams that we've, as we've talked about, attached to this Super Bowl, um, you know, visit and this being in the Super Bowl, but what if the Saints don't win? I hate to be <clears throat> Debbie Downer here, but that is a possibility. And I feel like the whole city is so invested in winning the Super Bowl. Well, I, I feel like we have fate and destiny on our side. And we have the strength of not only a city and a community, but I feel like an entire country. That uh, there's a piece of everybody that wants to see us win the Super Bowl. And there's, I can promise you, there is no other city or community or people that deserve it more than New Orleans. Thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Drew Brees and his wife, Brittany. I thought they were really amazing people, so I had a lot of fun talking with them. And now stay tuned for a message from our sponsor, Dove.